This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When you think of a Chinese tile-based game, your mind probably goes to Mahjong. But there's another tile game that's in fact Chinese in origin, one with dotted, rectangular, generally monochrome pieces that traces its history to the 12th century Song Dynasty. In the U.S., the oblong tiles are perhaps less likely to be played in a game and more likely to be lined up on end so they can be toppled in rapid succession in a useful visual metaphor. But regardless of whether you know the intricate rules of chicken foot or just like to watch them tall boys tumble, the pieces themselves are as recognizable as dice or playing cards, and they also serve as the graphic and brand name for the largest pizza chain in the world. The chain began in the college town of Ypsilanti, Michigan in 1960, when the Monahan brothers, along with pizza cook Joe Quasarano, took over operation of Dominic's Pizza from previous owner Dominic DeVardi. Powered by its innovation of pizza delivery and vast clientele of starving students, in 1965 the Monahans added two more locations. But when Dominic DeVarti refused permission to use his name for the additional stores, the Monahans rebranded to the similar-sounding name of the competitive tile game of Chinese origin. Today, what began with three men, a pizza oven, and a Volkswagen Beetle used for delivery has 17,000 locations and over a quarter million employees worldwide. And just as Italian food in all likelihood has China to thank for giving it pasta, this Italian-American chain restaurant owes its billion-dollar brand name to the game designers of the Song Dynasty. This week on Doughboys, we return to Domino's. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the Statue of David, except thicker and with a tinier penis, the Night Spoon Mike Mitchell. That's not... Come on. <laughs> now, I picked that one because it's from Alec, and he emphasized this in his email, Fiorentino in Boston, subject line, roast from a pissed-off Italian-American. Wow. Spoonman at gmail.com. Very, very uh, enraged by the broadsides you took against the Italian-American community on our recent episode with Don't Stop or We'll Die. I, I, I've taken it up against Italians. Yes. I don't like Italians. I think they're wags. Yes. To, to, to use one of your favorite movies to, 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 to explain my feelings, I think they're despicable. Wow. Like Gru himself? Like Gru himself. The thing about Gru, though, is that Gru is responsible for the minions, and the minions are cute and funny, and also Gru ultimately comes around. So, you know, it's it's not like he's an irredeemable character. Remember when uh, Furio almost pushed Tony into the, the helicopter blade? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would have been good. Man, Sopranos is so good. 
that you know what there there's a scene there's a one shot scene which I think people forget about but I think is maybe I was gonna, you know I was I was gonna say that I I wish I could do that to all Italians and then it sounds good sounds, it sounds too bad <laughs> yeah that sounds genocidal I love Italians I don't have to say I love Italians for God's sakes I love Sopranos Nick I'm with you the Sopranos great show I'm watching Mad Men with my mom. And then we're gonna watch Sopranos afterwards. I grew up the I'm I'm Irish, but then the kids on my street, the the Tufos were Italian. And then uh, Justin, my my other best buddy, was he was half Italian. So I was I was kind of the only uh, of all my close friends. I was the only old Irish guy. Wow. Can I jump in and say that as a kid growing up, a black kid growing up in the South, that the different flavors of white people were something I did not know about until I was like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> You're all the same to me. <laughs> well, I used to go over like the Tufos house, and they'd have like big Italian dinners. Yes, and and then I'd load. It was like, it was like the stovetop commercial wags, where I would just load up on food, probably even after I had already eaten. It's like you were. Uh, it's like you were a, a carbo loading before a half marathon. Yeah, but that was just like your regular dinner. No marathon was run. Nope. That's a, that's a good epitaph for me. <laughs> no marathon was run yeah always ate like he was a 10k was on the horizon <laughs> i saw i admit i got i have to say before we started the episode mm-hmm. so first off you were eating a pre-show bowl of chowder that's right that, that's your that's your pre-show meal you logged on and you had a big bowl of chowder you were eating and then while this was happening your cat wally your very adorable cat wally who was in the room mm-hmm. with you as you're recording jumped onto your back and sort right. of, and so you had a bowl, you had a bowl of chowder, and a cat on your back. You could not be more on brand. There was a cat on right on my right on my shoulder, right on my back, back and shoulder area, showing off his butthole. Very inappropriate. Yeah, that was pretty graphic. Uh I saw a big smile come across your face. All right, when you saw the little cat, cat butthole. All right, play your drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just play your drop. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna fine. entertain this. Fine, you know what? I will play my drop. Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Embarrassing for our <laughs> in front of our guest. Our guest who Nick, let's be real. He shouldn't put up with this bullshit. <laughs> I I agree with you wholeheartedly. But he's a prince for being here. Alright, here's the drop. A little drop. Go to Duncan for my coffee. Sugar and some cream. What are these crazy questions Wanga's asking me? This is the craziest podcast that could ever be. Don't open the door because I don't want to see. Mama told me not to peek. Mama told me not to peek. Mama sort of sick free. There we have it. What was that source? What was that based off of? Mama told me not to come. Oh, okay. Which also probably just would have worked. Yeah. All right. What do you mean, all right? I'm, it would have worked. Uh, hey, Doughboys, it's Adam, the music therapist from the Wendy's Breakfast episode, back with another wow. song parody. Thank you guys for your kind words and your interest in music therapy. If you want to learn, learn more, feel free to let me know or check out musictherapy.org. Much love, Adam. Adam really scored a primo URL there, musictherapy.org. I feel like since it's an org, we won't bleep it. Do you know recently yeah. 
I said to bleep something, and then we did bleep it, and I felt, and then I heard in the pot, someone was like, oh, they bleeped, someone was trying to promote something, and we did bleep him. Emma, that is funny. I think that is. <laughs> you said to bleep it, so I bleeped I said, it. I, I, I'm never, I'm never serious, but as it happened, it's that. I'm it's, just following the instructions. I can take the bleep off. <laughs> that's so funny. I, I didn't mean to really bleep him, but that's funny. Uh, P.S. I recently learned that although Mama Told Me Not to Come was made famous by Three Dog Night, it was originally written by Randy Newman, and that's why it's titled wow. Randy Newman uh, Drop. How about that? Someone mm-hmm. tweeted me with what episode I bleeped that in, and I'll unbleep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bleeped forever. It's canon. <laughs> Spoonmandrops at gmail.com. Mitch, Don't you dare uh, promote my email. You want more drops coming in? No, that's fine. You think you have enough? Drop King, Drop King's in charge of the drops now. Right. Drop King, our associate producer, Robert Persinger. I, I, but you still need to get new blood into the drop game. Mm. Speaking of blood, I just got some taken out of me yesterday. Everything all right? Wow. <laughs> Everything all right. Weiger. I'm having a was surgery. It, was it take, you know this. Was it I'm taken gonna... out by a Dracula? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wasn't bitten on the neck. Okay. Um, it's There's still sun out right now. I, wouldn't I be having some sort of a, a, adverse reaction to it? That's true. Um, unless you were a daywalker. If you were half vampire blood. Hey, maybe I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> adverse or adverse? Adverse. Right? Adverse. Adverse effects? Is that what you're trying to say? Adver- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I got it right. I should have second yeah. guessed myself. I'm having a surgery, Wags, in a, in a, in a few weeks. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. There's a couple lumps appeared on my abdomen. Uh, Micah's thought they were chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you're just getting a chicken nugget pocket installed, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got a CT scan. Everything's fine, Wags. Just got to get a couple lumps out. Yeah, the Benign. Everything's benign, I guess. I think and so. That's good news. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, hey, Mitch, we're we're praying for you. We hope everything works out. Why did okay. you have to ask if I was all right? I just was going to say that I got some blood taken. That's all, and just tell a story about how I got some blood taken. Well, you didn't have to. La- I mean, you you volunteered all this information. Do you like needles, Wags? Do you have a hard time with them? Do I like needles? <laughs> no, I don't like needles. I don't have a, a fear of them, but I don't like it. I jumped a little bit when I got blood taken yesterday. I, I like I, I, I jumped like I squirmed yeah. when it happened. And you're sure it wasn't a Dracula? <laughs> Wait a minute. I looked at his tag and it said Dr. Nosferatu. Oh, boy. It and was, then you looked in the mirror and it was just you. The doctor yeah. was not in the reflection. Yeah. And a, and a stethoscope floating. <laughs> he had nothing else on. Wow. Weird. All right, let's introduce our guest, for God's sakes. Uh, We're thrilled to have him back, a columnist for the New York Times and a political analyst for CBS News. Jamel Bowie is here. Hi, Jamel. Hello. Hello. Uh, Nosferatu, just a quick note on uh, Count Orlock, the character's name. Uh, Mm. Gives me the heebie fucking jeebies, I'll say. Mm -hmm. I saw that movie over quarantine, and uh, it's really weird. It freaks me out. That's You're all. talking about the the like original back the in original the original like 1923 the... silent movie. Wow, that's some good uh, that's that's some good movie watching. That's a, that's like a that's what I would 
Wags, this, that's what we call uh, a homework movie. Oh, yeah. But sometimes those can be fun viewing experiences. Is that a Bella Lugosi or a Boris Karloff? One of those guys? No, no, it's no neither. It's a, neither? It's a, it's a German expressionist yeah. uh, oh, movie. Okay. It's super uh, weird and strange. I, I just so happened to watch like Nosferatu and then um, what's the other one? Uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, like mm. back oh, to yeah. back. And then watch a Batman Returns. Which, when you do that, you're like, oh, Batman Returns is Tim Burton's kind of like, I love those movies love letter. It's super funny how many similarities there are. Right down to Danny DeVito looking like the gross villain of Dr. Caligari. That's all. Right. Wow. Yeah, the, he, there's, there's, there's just, there's, there's, I just, I just Googled it. I'm, I know of the cabinet of Dr. Calig, I can't say it, Caligari. More like Dr. Hey, Wags. I'd like yes. to get into the cabinet of Dr. Calamari, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> a squid man? The, the squid man doctor? <laughs> what is that is that what uh what are, what are, what is what's the alien race in start with the what's his name who died unfortunately? Uh, uh wait, the, the actor or just like the character? No, uh, the character died. Uh, yeah, yeah. That- uh Mon Calamari. That's Mon, right. That's what they're yes, Mon Calamari, yes. Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. God, how did yeah. I not think of Akbar? A top George Lucas is like, what do I call my squid, my squid alien? So do I give him a cool name? No, they're like uh, the calamari. Yeah. Yes. You fry, Mon Calamari. You fry up. Love it. <laughs> uh, they're they're, they're re- re- uh, recurring in the Mandalorian season two, which is yeah. nice. Fun to see the fun to see those creatures back. Now, you know, a lot of issues with the Star Wars sequels, but the fact that uh, Admiral Akbar just got killed off kind of off screen kind of bug bummed me out wags i thought he i think i think he deserved a heroic death in some way an ignoble death my pitch yeah. would have been that he gets to be the guy who does the suicide ramming mission yeah. i felt like that would have been in character because he he was such a heroic figure in return of the jedi and mm-hmm. he, yeah he just kind of gets blown away um which happens sometimes in war but he should have flown space back opera. He should have flown back, like you think like he should have Leia, like Leia. He should have, yeah, like he should have flown back in. <laughs> well, Jamel, you got you did two uh, two homework movies. The 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 two two very those are those are old school uh, films. Are you are you a big are you a big film watcher? Do you, are you a a Criterion Channel uh, person or? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big movie watcher. I'll watch anything. I, 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 I we have the Criterion Channel. We watch a lot of stuff on that, but I also watched a, a a lot of trash. So don't don't mistake <laughs> that for any sophistication. Uh, on the movie note, I know that you uh, we, our our buddies, the Blank Check Podcast, did a Robert Zemeckis filmography series. We went on and did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You went on and did Forrest Gump. That's wow. right, and. I was curious about your take on the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, the spinoff restaurant, if you've ever eaten there. I've never eaten there. I, I, I may have mentioned this the last time I was on. I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia, um, so right on the ocean. And so there is a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Virginia Beach, but there was no reason to go to one because you were sort of right. were surrounded yeah. by um, seafood. So I've never eaten in one. I uh, don't really have any desire to. I find the whole thing kind of weird, honestly. Uh, to to name a restaurant after the uh, the the character. Um, yes. It, yeah. I will say though. I will say. And I think I said this on Blank Check. My favorite scene in that whole movie 
uh, is the scene when Bubba Gump's mother uh, has the white servant yeah. bringing her a shrimp boil. I think that's hilarious. That's a great. That's that. It, show, it, it doesn't it show her like it shows her after she got the check or whatever. That's right, kind right, of right, right. Yeah, that's a great moment. She's like more or less. She's like the tables have turned, Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't care what kind of white person you are. You're all the same to me. <laughs> I got a question for you. Yes. Everyone should go and listen to that episode. But a lot of Forrest Gump haters, are you, do, do you think, how do you think it holds up? Does it hold up all right? So the thing we, we talked about, the, I mean, this is like more or less the whole thing we talked about on that episode. Right. It's, it, it is an extremely well-made movie. It's not like a poorly put together movie. I think the thing, especially if you are, I'm, if you're, the age where you you weren't an adult when you saw it, you're sort of like a kid, and so it's just this weird sort of family movie. You remember it as being much more wholesome than it is, mm. and also it's a very strange movie in a way that I don't think is fully appreciated even now. Like for for example, kind of one of the opening scenes is you learn you know Force is introducing himself and he's like I was named after this general, and it shows a, a shot of Tom Hanks's face superimposed on like a Klansman. Jesus, I did and not remember, like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. I had completely forgotten it. So when we, when we watched it, I was like, "What the what the fuck? Like what? Wow. What is this movie?" Um, but the movie's full of stuff like that. Like sort of, it's maybe too much to call it satirical, but certainly very biting and arch in a way that mm. isn't. It sort of it c- conflicts with the uh, the very kind of sappy and saturn. Uh, stuff that people know the movie for. And so, right. you know, everyone yeah. knows Run, Forrest, Run, or they they know, you know, save, him saving Bubba. But prior to uh, the, the Vietnam stuff when he's in basic training, there's this great little scene where Gump, who is an idiot, is assembling and disassembling a gun very effectively and rapidly. And uh, his drill, drill instructor yells at him in kind of a reverse um, full metal jacket, like you are, you are a genius. You are the perfect soldier. I could make, if I could make you a general, I would. And it's totally this little sort of like, oh yeah, to be good at this, you kind of have to be an empty machine. It's like a very, (laughs) it's a, it's a very sharp kind of observation that's then immediately kind of undermined by all the sappy stuff. It's a strange movie. I totally, people should watch it again because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird fucking movie. Zemeckis also does his like back to the future thing of like, uh, Elvis didn't learn to dance from black people. He learned to dance from a little white boy. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that stuff is intentional, but it is very funny that it's consistent. That's it's like, yes, yes, yes. White, <laughs> white yeah. children are the genesis of American pop culture. It even made its way into Beowulf somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the Beowulf did the there. twist, it was really yeah. strange. <laughs> I um, it is weird that the legacy of that movie probably to a lot of young young people too is the fact that Bubba it's a restaurant that it is Bubba right. Gun Shrimp, Shrimp Factor that is that's just so bizarre. But I, I had the same thing, Jamel. In, in in New England, it's like we don't go to Red Lobster around here because there's a lot of. In fact, like most seafood chain, like there was no Long John Silver's growing up, no, and the only thing. Emma, as you know, is legal seafood, which is kind of like mm-hmm. a step up. You know, it's a it's a step above any of that stuff. So, right, no no need to go to a place like that when you're when you got all of it right there. Why? Because it would be like uh, having an In and Out knockoff right in Southern California, which there are. There's plenty no of. need for it. They, actually, mm-hmm. there are plenty of. Um, it's a, uh, but you also see that 
yeah, it's it's interesting where you've got the local thing and you've got like your local cuisine. I guess the equivalent of Southern California would be Mexican food, although there are Mexican chains still everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because there's just also a desire. It's like a different itch to be scratched, you know, right. Taco Bell versus a, a great taco truck. It's like having like, you know, you go to the big city, you got a Doughboys, and you go to the out into the suburbs, and there's a Deli Boys instead. <laughs> <laughs> Would that make the Deli Boys in the upscale Doughboys? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> That's the uh, those are the uh, the Romney Biden voters are the Deli Boys audience. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jamel, I got a question for you. Yes. Joe Biden is president-elect. Did the Doughboys calling Trump the orange buffoon have anything to do with his defeat? <laughs> well, let me let me pull up my uh, my exit polls right here. Turns out, <laughs> turns out that uh, that 05 percent of uh, voters who said they were Doughboy listeners, wow, uh, ag- agree that it was wow. the orange buffoon. Uh, wow, that did Too- it. Too high. They, 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 they still broke 30-70 for Trump, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Before we started recording, uh, you guys were talking about Coke Minis. I want to talk about Coke mm. Minis a little bit, because this is a subject we haven't really uh, discussed much on the show. Mm-hmm. But these are these 7.5-ounce cans, and uh, this is, uh, you guys were saying, the perfect amount of soda. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. I, I, I was, I was upset because we didn't have any diet cokes, and I, and I look, I shouldn't be drinking any soda. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my life on track, and I, especially, I don't, I don't drink full sodas. I don't wags, and then I just wanted to have it's a, too much. I want, I just wanted a little, a little treat, and I got to say that Coke Mini. My mom is downstairs. Boz is over. A family friend, Boz is here. So, uh, Boz, yeah, Boz is here. He always comes before Thanksgiving, brings us a pie. He's a good guy. Chandler. That's very nice. Uh, yeah, he's a good good man. What are you? What are you? What's your problem with Boz? That's Wager? a no. That's a perfect kind of friend. Someone who brings you a pie, a pie he's guy, right. Boz. So I had to grab a drink quick. I got a thing of water here, but I wanted just a little sweet treat, some caffeine too. And right. there was a Coke Mini. And guess what? Jamel and I both agree it's great. It's a it's a perfect size. It's 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 ninety calories, Wags. It's not like uh the regular Coke. I think is like closer to it's it's about. 200 right i think maybe over 200 maybe i think i think the the 12 ounce cans are like uh like 160 170 oh wow which which just feels like i don't know for me in addition to just physically not being able to drink that much sugar anymore just like if my body has lost tolerance for it it's like if i'm gonna consume 160 or 70 calories of, of a beverage i want to i want to be getting drunk that's sort of the point right. of that <laughs> um for for beverage that's like sub hundred calories, if I'm going to be just drinking it to drink it, and that's why sometimes you have a taste for Coke or they have uh, the Coke Mini ginger ales or the Mini yeah. ginger ales, um, and those are those are like a perfect size for just like I want I want a soda. I don't want to drink a lot of it. I don't want to waste a soda, um, and I don't want a diet soda. So there you go. Th- that's the exact. I messed around with the. I didn't really even realize they had the ginger ales in the minis. That sounds great. My wife loves those. She she's a big ginger ale drinker, but again, doesn't want to drink like a full bottle. But the little cans right. are perfect. That's exactly what was available in my. They were they were Canada Dries and Coca Cola Minis. That's those are the two. Oh, Irma came in. Now she's leaving. Uh, but th- those were the those were the two options. Wags Coke Minis and in, in uh, Canada Dry. Canada Dry being the 
I think, the best uh, ginger ale. You lean back to open your door uh, and to, I guess Irma was trying to get in and you let her in and then she came in and then quickly left. That's what happened. Yeah, she came in and she saw, oh, no, doughboys. And she walked out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, uh, uh, Sam Richardson will be mad at me because that the the Verners, the the ginger ale from uh, the Mm. Michigan ginger ale or the Detroit ginger ale is he says that's number one which i don't i don't get verner's enough so i don't really know it uh as well, well as i can't I know remember if i've Canada had verner's it is I feel good like i have at some point we drink a lot of ginger beer in this household mm, ginger beer is mm. great yeah ginger beer is this is that is that thing where i when i was younger i had it and i was like this i hate this this is not like uh this is right it's one of it's one of those things that you grow into as as an adult or it's more so it was like Maybe in 1930, when ginger beer was a treat, it worked, but not when you're a kid in 1990 or whatever. Right. But uh, ginger beer and back in the days, you would go to the picture house, watch Nosferatu, and enjoy a (laughs) ginger ale. Ginger ginger beer. Oh, ginger beer. I'm sorry. Go to the soda shop. Walk over to the colored only counter. Order up a ginger beer. Oh God! <laughs> I I uh, oh, my dad is my dad is a my dad was born in forty two. He's passed away, but he was when when he when uh he he's like a fan of like black licorice and so he likes like kind mm-hmm. of all the like those shitty right. He loved Jack uh black jelly beans and 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 like black licorice and kind of like all that like stuff. I don't even really consider candy. That's just fucking trash yeah I, my favorite candy bar is the payday like the, the peanuts mm. over the caramel which is a depression era candy bar like it literally really referred, yeah referred to you know you, you you're a laborer and you need like a lunch and it's like you know a nickel for this um pretty cheap candy to make and it was kind of ironic this is your payday right that's wow i like that it's kind of like being dunked on every time you eat your lunch <laughs> <laughs> That is a, a a really good candy bar, and I feel like an underrated, underappreciated one because I think people so often think that there has to be a chocolate coating of a good candy bar. But the payday mm. is great; it's simple, and it also will like fill you up in the way that like a protein bar will, like an energy bar will. Like I've like I've had that as like kind of a makeshift breakfast, and you know it 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 gives you some energy because you got a lot of protein in there. Yeah, Mitch, you like a payday? Yeah, I like a payday. <laughs> What are you? Why are you smiling? Oh, I, 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 nothing. I know. I, I, look, I'm not going to get into silly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're look. You're a protein fiend. I know you are, Wags. I know you're a protein guy. I, 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 I like a little chocolate on top of mine. I like a, I like a, a Reese's peanut butter cup is my favorite. Is probably one of my favorites, and then a Snickers bar. I'm a Snickers. Snickers is great. Snickers. I'm a satisfies. big fan of Snickers. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the tagline. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's based in truth. Uh, Jamel, beyond the payday, where do you? What candy bars do you fancy? Uh, again, I, I like I like sort of old old timey candy bars. So like payday, mm. watch some call it. I'm a big fan mm. of uh, peanut chews, which are like totally like peanut a chews. Ni- yeah, they're they're like an old man candy. They're just mm. like chocolate and peanut, like kind of the consistency of caramel. I don't really know what I I don't know what it is. I'll be I'll be honest with you, but it's pretty good. Um, uh, what else? Uh, and uh, as far as like, I I do like uh, 
the Reese's fast break bars, like the Reese's. Ooh, with the those are good. And the oh yeah, game. that's a good one. I liked fast breaks, but then then take fives came around, and then I became a take five fan. If I'm going to get one of the kind of the weirder ones, um, take uh, Kit Kats are perfect. Uh, Kit Kats are. You know what? Kit Kats are good. They don't get a. They 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 really don't get as enough praise because when you get when you get the little Halloween candies, a Kit Kat is great. It's fantastic. Have you ever had any of like the the flavors from Japan, like the Japanese Kit Kat flavors? We've sampled a number of them on the show, and they are yeah, I, I like all of them. I mean, I'll take the matcha one. There's a mm. there was some there was some uh, some fruit based ones that were also really good, kind of like a I'm trying to remember what they were, um, some berry ones. But yeah, I, I like all the 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 Kit Kat varietals. Not enough protein though, right? Wags, right? Isn't all that right. an issue? <laughs> I looked up peanut chews, officially Goldenberg's peanut chews, mm. and celebrating 100 years. It really is an old school candy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, chewy, chocolatey, bite sized pieces loaded with crunchy roasted peanuts. So, yeah, little, little, uh, little chunks of chocolate with peanuts inside. I was, I was going to go to Japan this next year, and I want to do mm-hmm. Doughboys Live in Japan. I mean, if we can, if we can travel. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Which, you know, I yeah. mean, who knows? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading more about peanut chews. Uh, they were first introduced in 1917, originally developed wow. for use by the military as a ration bar during World War One. So you could have wow. your, your moldy bread tack, your peanut chew, and then you can go charge the krauts. Wow. <laughs> Stick it to the Kaiser. Wags, what was it like when the on release day when that dropped? <laughs> All right. Did you do I'm the two Charleston? years older than you? <laughs> I'm looking up. I, I looked up famous candies made in in Massachusetts, and I, I, let me tell you, I don't think we. There's not. We we don't. I mean, fluff was one of the things that came up. Like what marshmallow is fluff? fluff? Yeah, marshmallow fluff, and then Necco. Oh, okay. And the slideshow Necco Necco wafers was first, mm. and they 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 are as everyone knows the worst candy that there is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I always think of the Boston baked beans candy. I don't know if those mm. are Boston in origin. That's probably those Boston are pretty gross. Too. Yeah, Ocean Spray. These are the all right. Junior Mints. We got Junior Mints. Hey, Junior Mints. That's something. That's pretty good. That peppermint uh, chocolate flavor is polarizing. Some people don't like it. Natalie really doesn't like it. She has like an aversion to it. Uh, but I, I think it's pretty good. Sky Bars. We got Sky Bars. What's a Sky Bar? You don't know Sky Bars? No. It's kind of old school candy. They did, do they even make them anymore? Emma, do you know Sky Bars? Do you Not know Sky Bars? I know Sky. Are you asking if I know them? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Oh, it's it, oh. it's made by Neko, so that kind of makes sense. Discontinued oh. in 2018. They don't make them anymore. That's oh, why. Wow. wow. Oh, reintroduced in 2019 by the there. Sky Bar Confectionery Company. There we so, go. There you go. It has four sections in each bar, each with a different filling, caramel, vanilla, peanut, and fudge, all covered in milk chocolate. That's right. It's a little variety bar. But you can't get them anymore. It says they were reintroduced by the Sky Bar Confectionery Company in 2019, but I can't say I've seen them. Mm. They exist. All right. I'm a Sky Bar skeptic. Do you guys ever mess with an Abba Zabba? An Abba Zabba? Abba Zabba. That's an old school candy. I I just, I know it from Half-Baked. Because he says, Abba yeah. Zabba, you're my only friend, and he takes a bite out of it. But it's it's a uh, it's like a white bar. It comes in a in like a checker cab, uh, black and it, yellow. Is, uh, now, correct uh, me if I'm wrong. Is it like peanut butter 
covered with white taffy, basically? Is that what it that's is? E- that's w- exactly what it is. Wow. It's white taffy with a peanut butter center, <laughs> and it sounds gross, and it is delightful. Because it's basically just a peanut butter delivery mechanism. Here, here's Wikipedia on Abba Zaba. According to the Candy Wrapper Museum, the first Abba Zaba bars were manufactured beginning in 1922 by Colby and McDermott. Before Annabelle Candy Company started manufacturing Abba Zaba, the packaging featured racially insensitive imagery. Oh, my Uh-oh. God. <laughs> Why? Oh, no. I want to find that original packaging. Liger, oh you said this was your favorite? Uh, look... <laughs> That's not the Abba Zabba I know. Just give me some old-fashioned wa- saltwater taffy. I'll deal with some saltwater <laughs> taffy. Is that a, is is saltwater taffy more of a New England thing? It is. I right? don't. You know, we'd see it around the. We'd see it near the ocean in in Southern California. I think it's just kind of You'd wherever see it near the ocean. Do you think this is something that just washes ashore? <laughs> I mean, it would be like a tourist attraction. No, <laughs> I don't think it's like a natural resource like kelp. I understand that there's some uh, human uh, curation involved, but that there used to be saltwater taffy shops like near the shore. That's what I'm saying. Jamel, was that ex- your experience at Virginia Beach? Yes, uh, on the, on the boardwalk there are saltwater right. uh, taffy shops, um, and we would occasionally get some whenever we were down there. Virginia Beach is weird in that it's uh, geographically quite large and extends all the way down to the North Carolina border, and then all the way like pretty far into uh, the interior of Virginia. And so I lived like 30 minutes from the beach, but like if you were to visit where I'm from, it would be like on the edge of you know, rural Virginia, like kind of in the middle of nowhere. Right. Why? Well, I, I just, I just want to quickly say that I did something that you would think is funny. You didn't see it when you, when you said kelp, I started licking my lips. <laughs> like you want to eat kelp? Isn't that the whale treat? Isn't kelp the whale, the whale treat? Yeah, well, I mean, I th- I mean, I think they eat everything. Whales, right? They just kind of have their they're kind of just kind of like trawling the ocean with their mouths open, their mouths agape, and just consuming eat- whatever flows in there. I, I thought they eat kelp. Well, krill. Oh, I they think eat krill. Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe they eat kelp too. I don't know. Are they omnivores? Well, guess what? Maybe it wasn't worth licking my damn lips. Okay, <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> no, it was good. I liked it. I'm sorry I missed it, but I liked hearing about it. I'm uh, I'm about to send you guys a uh, Abba Zaba. Oh no, rapper. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh no. I just put it in the chat. All right. Okay. I'm I'm downloading Let's it right take now. A look. Ooh. Oh, oh boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A couple of uh, a couple of mascots flanking the Abba Zaba logo that are definitely uh, frozen in time. This is uh yeah. That's. This is it also says a... Los Angeles on it. Weird. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> is this Long Beach Polytech's <laughs> mascot? <laughs> this is, no, our this... mascot is the Jackrabbit. Perfectly oh. unproblematic. Ours, the North Quincy one is problematic, and they yes. probably would pull shit like this. Uh, this, this, is, this is very, very very bad it's uh it's yeah. it's it's uh it's very problematic yes. well, considered it's not too bad right. I've, I, I've seen worse okay that's yes <laughs> there are things worse than that but that's for a candy wrapper I'm, that is that is that's a bit shocking that that was uh that that was just on candies all the time it's, and remembering now like on, on the forrest gump blu-ray there's a deleted scene where forrest designs this logo 
<laughs> it's weird. <laughs> we were robbed of the the Gump sequel, Wags Gump and Company. That's right. the The book was published, but the movie was never made, and uh, the the author has passed away. Would have loved to see Forrest Gump in all kinds of new modern situations, like yeah. right. He's like the janitor at Harvard who gives Mark Zuckerberg the idea for Facebook or something. <laughs> and that's when I accidentally became Q. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to a man named Trump, you might make a good president. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to ask, uh, Jamel, well, we were talking about sweet treats a little bit, but you have a cereal eats column. For Serious Eats, the website, where you review various sweet confections uh, in bre- for breakfast that are... Uh, usually when I read these, it sounds revolting. Yeah, it's and, pretty um, bad. But the, <laughs> uh, the most recent one, as of this record, is what you call the 2020 of cereal, Kellogg's Apple Jacks Caramel. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it, is, it is Apple Jacks, which are a fine cereal. I haven't, I haven't eaten like a bowl of plain Apple Jacks in a while, but I remember my like taste memory of Apple Jacks that they're pretty good. With like, I guess it's, it's going for sort of a, like a candied apple oh, uh, no, vibe. Yeah. And so there are these caramel uh, flavored cereals. But the problem is that like caramel flavor doesn't really work in cereal. I tried earlier right. in the year the Caramel Macchiato Dunkin' cereal. Which doesn't really have much of a caramel flavor at all. They mm. are caffeinated, which is super weird oh, uh, for a breakfast cereal. Uh, one advertised children. Not sure that's a great idea. But um, the, this apple, this apple uh, caramel cereal just tasted. Uh, it tasted like garbage. Wow. Um, and I wasn't even like I had no preconceived notion. So I was sort of right. just genuinely curious. And I, I put a spoonful in my mouth, which is sort of like this is. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Wow, that's that's uh, for someone who used to love Apple Jacks, that's hard. That's sad for me to hear because I yes, that was one. That was of 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 my big go to cereals back in the day. There was a, I had a Fruity Pebbles phase. I had an Apple Jacks phase. I even maybe had a Fruit Loops phase. But for me, it was mostly and still to this day, the two big ones for me are Raisin Bran. One is is mm. I still I like Raisin Bran. I don't know if do kids dislike Raisin Bran. I think it's delicious. And then, it depends on the kid. Some yeah. for some kids, I think it's if you don't like raisins or if you if you're expecting just a lot of sugar in your cereal, I think some mm-hmm. kids don't like a it. A lot of what you would call wags the the wood. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the brand the bark you call right. it wood right the wood yeah like I, I think of it this is my friend David and uh, who would who characterized it as such in. Uh, what's the cereal Lucky Charms Lucky mm-hmm. Charms has the marshmallows but then you've got the other part that's just like. Uh, they're just flavorless, you know, wood chunks. Mm-hmm. My number yeah. one is is Frosted Flakes. I love Frosted Flakes. Great cereal, quality cereal. I'm a cinnamon Can't toast crunch wrong. guy. That's my mm. that's my sort of. That's ideals. a great one too. All always solid. Uh, yeah, I mean that that that's a winner. I I really liked Honey Bunches of Oats. I feel like that one delivers consistently. But I also was just like a uh, just like a straight ahead Captain Crunch guy. Mm. Not Crunch Berries, not Peanut Butter Crunch, but Captain Crunch was a or Cap'n Crunch, I should say, was mm-hmm. my treat of choice as a kid. Um, my when I was young, my grandma, I would when I was over at my grandma's house, I'd have a bowl of cornflakes, and then you'd take a spoonful of sugar and pour it on and 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 put it on the mm-hmm. cornflakes. Is that normal? 
Do other people do that? No, my well, my I that that sounds familiar to me. I, I remember seeing like my grandfather do that, like a uh, a spoonful of sugar on cornflakes or Rice Krispies. Yeah. Yes. I, that was actually my my grandparents, uh, my mom's parents. They their regular breakfast was a bowl of cornflakes with just sugar, not poured on the spoon, but poured in the bowl. And they just like they'd have sweet. Oh no, I was saying a spoon of sugar, just like pour, like I would you would put it over the cornflakes. You know what I mean? You you would sprinkle. Oh, I it thought over you were the... sugaring each individual spoonful. No, Jesus Christ! To <laughs> <laughs> say it seems you, inefficient. You guys know the story of cornflakes, right? Like wh- where they came from. No, I no. do not. Uh oh. Um, oh no. It's nothing. No, it's nothing. I, I've I've been happy on the racism talk this time, but it's not, not, nothing. Nothing race related. Uh, no, Kellogg. The guy Kellogg was like a a fitness and health freak in the late nineteenth century. Oh, this I do know. Yeah, was a you know was a was a very like very Victorian type, and developed. They didn't believe people should eat meat. Thought it was bad for like your humors, and so. Wow. Uh, Cornflakes were kind of his invention to give people blander diets to kind of control their urges. Among them, jacking it. You didn't want people to do that anymore. Yes. You eat, wow. Eat, eat cornflakes <laughs> was the idea, and you just lose the urge to crank off. Wow. <laughs> now, Mitch, Lies. was that your experience? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I get home from grandma's and eat. I, Go Jack crazy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I remember the, the movie The Road to Wellville has a, is is like a fictionalized account of, of Kellogg's what what he called a sanitarium right. uh, for for sanitation purposes, which was like a, a, a spa retreat where everyone would yeah abstain from anything unhealthy, including any sort of uh, carnal desires. Yeah, that's a. Uh... The guy who hates, who doesn't want people to jack it, why? Because that's like I think he was against sex in general. I think he was just like a straight up like prude. Like, wow. a, like it was very Puritan of just like you deny your body uh, any pleasures, you know. How and I think that was just like kind of, and then you just exercise and and eat cornflakes. This I I I I I kind of appreciate him. I I like it. But uh, why? He's the he's the sever to Weiger's ex. He's the, he's. <laughs> What X versus Sever? X versus Sever. I'm I'm saying he's he's your. That's your reference. <laughs> that that is gonna that is that. If you're under the age of like 35, you can't. You're not gonna understand that reference. A movie that wasn't even popular when it came out, like was, 20 years ago. I was I was I was trying to th- I was I, I was trying to think of actual historical examples, but I didn't want to make a fool of myself. So I said. So I said. X and Sever. <laughs> Ballistic X versus Sever, uh, starring Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas. So I said came Dewey in two thousand two. Dewey and Truman. See, did I get it wrong? No, that was fine. That's, that's right. Yeah, Dewey and Truman. I think X versus Sever was better. I think that was the right choice. All right, good. Uh, a legendary bomb. Who is Citizen Kane's adversary? That's who I was trying to think of, but I couldn't. Doesn't he try to beat? Some, doesn't he try to get elected against someone? And I just forgot. Oh the name yeah, of it. he runs for governor and at some point and loses. Look, X versus Sever was the way to go. I'm showing you the other areas I could have gone in. What would you have said, Wags? I think it was. I think X versus Sever was the right choice. Twenty grossed just twenty million dollars uh, over a wow. seventy uh, versus a seventy million dollar budget. Legendary bomb. Uh, wait, legendary pictures or just a legendary bomb? 
No, just like a just like a a in the annals of film yeah. bombs. It's a fabled one. We were talking about '90s bombs uh, last night in a yes. in a on a text chain with Bugmane, and uh and '90s bombs were ruthless. That that could destroy people. A '90s bomb. If you were in a '90s, yeah, you bo- get like a cutthroat island or something, and that was just like the end of a career. You it know? would be the end it, of the career, or like specifically, they'd like pick one actor from the movie and be like, "You're the reason this didn't work," and you're, and that would be it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it was fucking the stars ruthless. in actor jail or the directors in director jail, and doesn't yeah. get to make something for a while, or in some cases, ever again. Doesn't happen yeah, different anymore. times. No, not really. No, not, I think barely at all. I think that you just I, keep doing stuff. I think the stakes are maybe a little bit lower because mm-hmm. there's all these other ways you can make money, even if a, even if something bombs in the box office. Maybe it should happen more, which why mm-hmm. it would get you in and out of the show the showbiz quickly. You know what I mean? You'd have <laughs> you'd have a bomb, and then you could get out of here. It's true. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, though that would be the thing. Like you know, you got your your upcoming film, The Tomorrow War. Mm-hmm. It could all be writing on that. Are you saying that? Okay. Oh, great. Bring it back for Tomorrow War, and then I, and then yeah, I just get for that one. <laughs> You're gonna. It's gonna be, be a hit, baby. I think it might be. Mitch draw uh, Bafo box office. Oh fuck! I couldn't come up with a fake headline. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch draws Bafo box office. That's how I should say it. That's what I should have said. Mitch, mm, yes. Mitch draws. Uh, Mitch Buffalo draws. Buffalo box office. The X versus Sever of 2021. <laughs> Tomorrow War is to, not the X versus Sever of 2021. Hopefully it does much, much better, and hopefully it's a much better picture. Um, I have confidence in you, Mitch, but we should pivot to this week's chain, can Dominoes. I, I, yes, we should, but can I just quickly say, like, you see me out there, you see me drowning, and I'm 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 basically, I'm 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 with all my life. I'm just trying to stay afloat. I'm I'm, and uh-huh. then you never you don't you don't throw me a life jacket, huh? You just uh you sit there and watch me drown constantly. When your rival is drowning, toss them an anchor. I say. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a Ray Kroc quote. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's very very grim. I think maybe Carl Rove said it later. Uh, maybe I'm the the X to your sever then. It might be. I gotta be honest. I don't even know what that movie is about. Yeah, they might be friends. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they. I think it's like a Mister and Mrs. Smith. I think it's like they start as rivals and they end up being working together against a greater foe ah. in the third act. That's my. That's my. I mean, that's my suspicion anyway. I don't think right, the look- movie ends with Antonio Banderas killing Lucy Liu. I guess, but who knows? Oh, that's who, that's who X and Sever are. Yeah. All right. All right, well, let's let's get into Domino's, who I'm sure did an X vs. Ever promotion at the time, most likely. And Mitch is opening his door to let a cat in or out as we are transitioning to the chain. I let Wally in. He's in here now. Irma's in here Great. as well. He was crying outside the door. I thought you could hear it. I couldn't, uh, but I'm glad he's hopefully a little bit more content now around his proud papa. Domino's was founded in 1961 near Eastern Michigan University. It was the winner of the Tournament of Champions, The Slice is Right, where we crowned our best chain pizza. Today has over 17,000 locations, and it's the second largest pizza chain in the U.S., but the largest in the world. Uh, A lot of success internationally. Wow, yeah. Uh, So, uh, Jamal, it sounded like you you hadn't been to Domino's. You hadn't gotten Domino's for a while before this episode. That's right. We don't 
we live like right down the street from Domino's. We don't normally get Domino's pizza very often. Um, there, there, there are a couple actually pretty decent pizza joints in Charlottesville. So we always just mm. pop into those for the pizza itch. But uh, we saw, I saw the promotions for the chicken fajita and cheeseburger pizzas and figured, you know, why not? Why, why not get some Domino's, give it a shot, um, right. see how these, how these would land. Uh, what are what is your what are your pizza preferences in general? Like, how do you do? You, do you like it thin? You like it thick? What kind of toppings do you like? Uh, thick, baby. No, not really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I like I like thin slices. Like, I like mm-hmm. uh, th- I'm I'm like big on simplicity for stuff like pizza or like hamburgers. Like, I, I want to enjoy sort of the sauce and the cheese and maybe like a topping or two. Nothing too crazy. So for like, you know, my my ideal slice of pizza is is. Uh, probably like new york style i guess um but sort of like not a ton of cheese um but sausage and peppers and that's sort of i'm happy with that Mm. solid combo um yeah i i I, i'm with you i like it uh, usually a little bit simpler is you is a little bit better and simpler is not what they went with for either of the promotional pizzas they are doing right now the chicken taco and the and the uh, the cheeseburger before we get into it I'm just going to say that these pizzas, I saw the promotions for them so much weirder than I would have ever thought. Yes. Both of them are like, what we. Uh, what was the, the Korean pizza chain we went to? Uh, we went to Mr. Pizza, Pizza for Women. Uh, Mr. Pizza, oh, that's what it became, was Pizza for yeah. Women? Or, um, no, Mr. Pizza, It's that's its tagline. It's Mr. Pizza, Pizza for Women, at least that, in Korea. Um, Mr. Pizza, like these two pizzas feel like they would maybe be at Mr. Pizza. They're, they're very, they're much stranger than I ever imagined. I, I thought, I thought they were yes. pretty, I thought they were kind of going to be uh, more straightforward and like, Oh, like, cause Domino's has had, a has had like a bacon cheeseburger pizza before. And this is, this is really, really different from what that you, was. So you know, it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys have ever been, but it kind of reminded me of like something you get from CC's pizza. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, the, the the pizza buffet. The I, pizza I buffet. Yeah, yeah, they 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 were all over the place in Virginia Beach, and as a teenager, I my friends and I would go to them all the time, um, which I feel like it's just what they cater to teenagers, right? Um, and stoners, uh, stone teenagers, <laughs> but they they always they would have like your standard pizzas, but they always have like weird flavors, and this very much reminds me of some sort of like weird CC's pizza flavor, dreamed up probably by sort of like. You know, a dirtbag nineteen-year-old, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, why? You, um, you were going to say you use the app to order? Is that I, what you're going to? I was going to say I use the Domino's app, which I mm. really like. You know, it, it, among the among the pizza apps, I think it's one of the better ones, and it has the pizza tracker on there, which I really like. I think I'll declare it the best pizza app of of, of all the chain pizzas. I think it's got to. I think that's right? fair. Yeah, it's 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 really slick. It's very easy to customize and. Um, and, uh, you know, the pizza trackers, just a lot of fun. And I'll say this. So I did in-store pickup because mm-hmm. uh, like Jamal, I live pretty close to a Domino's location. So I just went over there. And y- when you go inside, they put your name up and the p- your pizza tracker on a monitor in the store. Wow. Which so you kind of go there and it feels like you're the star of the show. Wow. This is that's you feel you felt like the star of the show. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was pretty exciting. <laughs> Go up there, see my name in lights, and know that my pizza was uh, being prepared as I arrived. This sounds and, a little uh, bit like the end of Sunset Boulevard. 
<laughs> so let's start with the chicken taco pizza. Mm. I didn't do any modifications. No, should, we, should we say that we all got we all got these specialty pizzas? Yes, we all got the chicken taco and the cheeseburger pizza. Mm. Um, and then I got a couple extra items, which I'll talk about in a bit. But the but the let's start with the chicken taco pizza. I didn't make any modifications to either of these, but I did change up what the crust was. Just to, so this the the chicken taco I got on thin crust because uh, I thought that might work for it, and the, the cheeseburger I got on the pan crust, but I kept all the ingredients normal. So the, the chicken taco has onions, green peppers, what they call premium chicken, diced tomatoes, cheddar cheese, American cheese, and shredded provolone cheese. No sauce, as far as I can tell. All the tomato flavor is coming from the diced tomatoes kind of splayed on top. Um, Jamel, what did you think of that taco pizza? I really like that taco pizza. I got it on the regular crust because we, mm-hmm. we ju- I just got two smalls. Um, my wife and I both tried them. Uh, I was curious to see how it might taste in the thin crust. So I'll be curious. I'll be interested to know what what you think of that. We also one of the items we got also was just a regular thin crust pizza, um, and we'll, I'll talk about that later. But I I thought the, ch- the the chicken taco pizza tasted like like a Taco Bell collab, right? Like it tastes like something yes. that you could that Taco Bell would have made. Um, it's sort of, I don't know. I can't even, it's sort of hard to describe exactly how much it tasted just like a chicken taco, even if there's no corn flavor from like a tortilla, it still has that flavor profile. I thought it was very good. I I actually like, wow, legit enjoyed it. Um, I, I wrote in my notes, I agree with you, surprisingly scrumptious. I was like caught off guard by how good it was. And I thought it worked well on the, to your point about it being like a, a Taco Bell menu item. You know, Mitch Yum Brands uh, has reduced the menu of Taco Bell, and our, our dearly departed Mexican pizza is no longer an option. But this may be a pretty good approximation, honestly, especially if you subbed out the protein, because I think the chicken was the weakest part, but I thought all the other components worked really well. And I, I liked how it worked on that that cracker-thin crust. I thought it, I thought that felt more like the, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. Um, but yeah, I was surprised by how well that blend of cheeses, including the American cheese, worked to kind of simulate a taco, like a vaguely, you know, taco flavor. I don't know, Mitch, what did you think? Well, weirdly, this was our our least favorite pizza of the night. Wow. You and your mom. My mom and I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ma! Did you hate the... Was the chicken taco pizza your least favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Ma? Yes. She said yes. The chicken taco this, pizza was Now this her is how you the two of you normally communicate, yes? I mean, yes, 100%. <laughs> what? No, she didn't say anything else. Uh, I don't think at least. You like you liked that one, right? Okay. Uh, all right, sorry everyone. Uh, so Look, the chicken taco pizza came well done for us. We got, we got, I got the regular, I got the regular pizza. What is it called? The the regular handmade pan or whatever. Or Just their yeah, their their tossed like hand handmade crust. Yeah. I think yeah, hand yes. toss. That's right. Yes, the regular hand tossed pan pizza. Or it's not. It's not even pan, right? It's just uh, no. It's not pan. Pan's its own thing. The so uh, yeah, I got the regular the re- the, the the default crust. And it was the the chicken taco one was was uh was was pretty well done, um and it was like uh it was pretty like the cheese was pretty brown on top. I'm gonna say this: I use the app as well, and this is the this is a bad thing is that 
It said your your delivery is le-, which was a, it was a big order, and it said mm-hmm. your delivery is leaving, and it said expected arrival, and it was thirty nine minutes away, uh, which is a long time to be traveling around and and like and it was yeah it ended up being like forty 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 minutes just in the car, not even wait in the car alone. Yes, in the car alone. They drop. I think they dropped off to two places before, mm. um, and so, so that's. I think that was a part of the issue. Is that look? Luckily, the chicken taco pizza was warm, but there was a couple issues with with the uh, with the heat heat levels of the other ones. But I I thought it just tasted like a bad taco. Like like it it tasted like the um, mm. and we'll get into this too. But like I think that I got a bad burger and a bad taco. And what would I rather have is like a shitty taco or a shitty burger. And I think I would rather have a, a shitty burger. But, hmm. but yeah, so I got that hand tossed crust and we'd got medium size because I wanted, uh, the, I, I, I wanted to see if it, how it would do on, on, the, on a bigger, but and I don't know. I don't know if that, if that will change it. If you have a large one or a small one or, or the thin crust, maybe if that would change it. But my, my main issue with this is that there was like the taco seasoning was just kind of thrown on it. It felt like to me where, and and that is just like that is like the cafeteria tacos. It's like the the taco seasoning that's like just I associate with bad tacos always. Like the sure, it's that it's that powdered taco seasoning that just felt it was it was it was just like sprinkled on top of the whole pizza and and that's like the the biggest taste I really got out of that. And besides that, I thought it was just kind of bland. Well, the chicken is unseasoned and and not good quality. Yeah. Um, it, the 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 onions, the peppers, and the the blend of cheeses are what's really doing the work to make it seem like a and, it all at all south of the border. And and like I was saying, my cheese the the cheeses were pretty browned browned over. So I don't know mm. if that was maybe I lost some of the flavor in that. You know what I mean? Like that could have been what it was. But this was this was this was probably the loser of of the entire wow bunch. Yeah. Uh, it it sounds like you maybe had just a that was maybe just an execution issue for you, but but who knows? Maybe just a maybe it's just a difference of palettes. Mitch is holding up his phone screen to oh, the wow. Zoom call, and yeah, that does look pretty scorched. Yeah, I, I'll if I can. I think I have a picture of mine on my phone that I will pull up for comparison's sake. Um, and yeah, it yeah, looks like you get the kind of the ring around it. All looks like it's pretty uh, it's pretty blackened. And so maybe so maybe some of the uh yeah maybe 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 some of the uh the cheese flavor that you guys were getting I just I just didn't get as much. I roasted some bok choy last week and I mm-hmm. I, I did it I overdid it for like an extra 5 minutes and it was just like burned to shit and I was like I oh, don't know I ruined this bok choy. Jamela's holding that, up his That fo- looks that way looks better. Great. That looks, that looks that, like a textbook pizza. That looks as advertised. So my minded Yeah. Look, you know what? This, yeah, this Wikipedia could, for pizza, that's the thumbnail. That's like a perfect pie. Except it's um, a fucking bizarre pie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's um, admit I it. Get, both of these pizzas are weird. They're weird. They're, they're weird. They're weird pizzas. Yeah. Let me finish my riveting bok choy anecdote. I got this bok choy out. It was burnt to shit. I was like, oh, this bok choy is going to be ruined. It was great. Like, just like the burnt bits of it tasted really good. And I was like, oh, this kind of works. I kind of just charring it to shit kind of worked out in its favor for whatever reason. Sounds like a bok joy. <laughs> it was a bok joy. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, let's talk about the cheeseburger pizza. So the ingredients mm-hmm. here, uh, I got this on the handmade pan crust. The ingredients here are onions, beef, diced tomatoes, cheddar cheese, American cheese, shredded provolone cheese. And here is the big one. 
ketchup mustard sauce. Yeah. That's what you got instead of marinara, what they yeah. call a ketchup hyphen mustard sauce. Mm-hmm. So ingredients-wise, it's very similar to the chicken taco. There's no green peppers, and they sub chicken for beef. But other than that, everything is the same except for the presence of the ketchup mustard sauce, which I thought was gross. I don't know. What, what did you think, Jamal? Yeah, I mean, so it tasted it tasted like a, a cheeseburger. I'll say for both of them, there is too much cheese. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't have like the highest cheese tolerance in the world, and so uh, having a slice of both was like putting me close to sort of like I can no longer I can no longer consume cheese for the next several days because it was just like a right. lot of it was a lot of cheese. Um, but it, the hamburger pizza it, it tasted like a cheeseburger, but that sauce was just sort of like not. Not great. My my wife had a slice as well, and it was her least favorite of the pizzas that we ate. Mm. Um, I think that what if if they're gonna go down this route, I think it should have come with pickles. Yes, one hundred percent agree. That was that was that is what I the exact same thing I said to my mom, and also make it a che- uh, bacon cheeseburger pizza. Put some bacon on there too. I think I think I think anything to kind of. Add to the, the sauce is the sauce is strange. The, the but my first note was pickles. Add pickles. Pickles to would it. have gone a long way. A, l- a little bit of sour. I, I I have written in my notes. How about pickle chips or something? Question mark. Mm. Yeah, it's just just. Um, I mean, there are you're already these are, again. These are weird pizzas. These are not like these are. I mean, they kind of feel like something. Again, a 19 year old stoner would dream up. And so, if you're right. already going down that road, just. You know, no, the kind of person who buys the hamburger pizza because they think it's delicious is not going to be turned off by pickles on the hamburger pizza. One hundred percent. Yeah, that that that's that sauce is that sauce is the most like Mr. Pizza sauce. <laughs> like it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> that it was a whole thing. It's, it's a it's a it's a it's a really crazy. And why? Because I did the medium and I did the 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 the, the hand toss the the handmade pie or whatever again hand tossed pie. I did, I did, and I just kind of, I try to do like the most basic version of it, just like, like mm-hmm. as advertised. And this was my mom's favorite of all the pizza wow. that we had the entire night, which is, won't make sense once you hear what else we got. But my now, now, Mitch, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> is, this like a, is this like a recurring segment? I hope it is. It's just, <laughs> Ma! I mean, he's yelled to his mom before, but was the cheeseburger pizza your favorite of all? Notice the Boston accent come out. You, yeah, you, you think you like the what? Just yelling to his mom down the hallway. You like the sausage more? <laughs> more? Huh? Oh, the same. Okay. All right. So it's tied. It's tied for her favorite. The cheeseburger Got pizza it. was tied for her for her favorite pizza. Interesting. Um. And it was the cheeseburger pizza was not my favorite, but I think I did like the cheeseburger pizza more than the taco pizza. I I know that's strange, but again, it was that sort of thing of these are two. It's a shitty taco and a shitty burger, mm-hmm. and maybe I just have more tolerance for like a shitty burger. Like it like it didn't it didn't bother me as much. Like the I just thought that the chicken taco one was so bland, and like I said, just like just that fucking that taco seasoning package which i like when it's mixed in with taco meat and i and and i'm making tacos at home but i just i was not i I did not enjoy in the in the in the cheeseburger one was a little bit better but that sauce is fucking that sauce is something else i would maybe order that pizza without the sauce like uh just do tomato sauce instead 
Uh, Natalie pitched if this was if this was barbecue sauce or even mm. just marinara, it would have been better than this ketchup mustard sauce. Yeah. I, yeah. I sort of yeah. want to know whose idea this. I mean, I guess if they were going for we want this really to capture the flavor profile of a cheeseburger, then you have to have the ketchup mustard sauce. But I'm not. I'm just not sure that you do. Or if you if you if you need that, have it on the side as a dipping sauce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's 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 a great call. I like that. And maybe just. Maybe it's just a, a a sauceless pizza or like a like a some sort of white sauce, like a white cheese sauce. Yeah, right. And then and then you have and then you have the the dipping sauce. I you know what I did like, I did like kind of like the hint of mustard. I'll say that much. Like the mustard didn't bother me. It was more so when I got like the sweetness of the ketchup. Way and too I think, sweet. And the the just I just don't think that we've said this before, wise, but I just don't think pizza and sweetness mixes that well. I'm not I'm not and I don't like buff. I don't think I would like the buff the I'm sorry barbecue sauce. Either I, I don't like I don't like a sweet pizza almost ever, but mm. the the ketchup is just you you really you really you can really taste it in moments and it's it, I think it will gross out a lot of people and you can't eat this pizza cold either of them really like I had a, I went back and took a bite of it when it was cold and mm-hmm. it, it's like eating like a refrigerated burger that had ketchup on it you know what I mean you don't want to do that. Yeah, the 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 cheeseburger was the one where we didn't save any leftovers. We just we don't want any yeah. more of this. It was it, and I, I hate wasting food, but it was just like it was so bad. I I didn't want to have any more of it. But the chick actually, I did have the chicken taco pizza later, cold, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, might wow. the thin crust might have helped that. I think the so the other pizza we got was just a, a Domino's thin crust pizza with uh, peppers, onion, sausage, tomato sauce, like light cheese, and I kind of mm-hmm. think that's I, th- I think that thin crust is the single best thing Domino's has. On their menu, like yes. that—that that to me is the reason to get a Domino's pizza is exclusively to get a thin crust pizza because I'm not sure any other pizza chain does it as well. And you can't really—it's not thin crust pizzas aren't really a thing that like many regular pizza joints sell, right? Like it's not like a thing. So, you know, I, I think that if I could have gotten either of these pizzas in the small size on the thin crust, I probably would have liked certainly the. The chicken taco one much more, which I already like. But I think even right. the cheeseburger one would have been really improved by being on the thin crust. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you. Their, their thin crust is, is great. Uh, the other pizza I did was not on the thin crust. I did. I think the, their other crust that I like is their Brooklyn style crust, uh, which is like their it's like their hand toss, but just a little thinner. Uh, and I got this one with uh, subbed the the hearty marinara sauce instead of their default robust inspired tomato sauce. Hearty marinara, I believe, is their old sauce. This was Natalie's rec, and I do think it's a better sauce. Uh, onions, jalapenos, pepperoni, uh, and uh, extra cheese because Contra Jamel, I am the dairy dude. I, I like that cheese on there. This I thought was great. We we record we 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 got Domino's. Mitch, you and I had just recorded a a Patreon episode. Uh, mm-hmm. with with Quincy's own Dano, where you guys had gone on a pizza tour, and I just mm-hmm. heard you guys talk about all these pizzas you'd had for 90 minutes, and I was craving pizza so badly that I was like, I need to have just a straight-ahead pizza when I get this Domino's. Uh, and this was a, this was exactly the pizza I wanted. It was just like a great, great, wow. great piece of, of chain pizza. I had it cold the next morning with coffee, which for me is a real treat when you get when you have leftover pizza. Have it as, a, as an indulgent breakfast. Um, and uh, it was great. It held up great. I thought this was a was a great slice of pizza. Uh, Mitch, you, you got any others? Ah, oh yeah, I did. I, and I got a couple, I got a couple more things, but and one which was a surprise, which I, which I'll tell you in a second. Mm. But like I said, the delivery took from the time it left the place to the time I got there, it took quite a while. Which they had two other deliveries on the way. He can't help that. 
Domino's usually does a pretty good job of, of keeping things hot. But uh, sadly, the pizza that I like looked forward to, which wasn't one of these two fucking monstrosity pizzas, was the one that came in cold, Wags. That was the that was the mm. sad thing about it. It was, and I I, I did a uh, Wags. I, you told me what you ordered, and I uh, and I I followed suit because for me, wow. I didn't get the same exact thing, but I copied your crust. I went Brooklyn style crust. Yeah, and for me, usually I either do the handmade pan, which reminds me of the old, which reminds me of Pizza Hut when I liked Pizza Hut. That has kind of the the fluffy crust and a buttery bottom, and right. then uh, uh, just like me, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the and then or I'll do the thin crust like Jamel loves, which is a great, mm-hmm. which is great. I think mean, those those are the two reasons to get to Domino's. The hand tossed, they're like regular, they're preset crust is it's fine. You know what I mean? Like if you're at like a if you're at some sort of th- event and they order 10 Domino's pizzas and it's usually all the hand tossed crust. I'm fine with it. It's no biggie, you know what I mean? Like uh, and it's and it's got like the the garlicky crust or whatever and it can be fine. But if I'm going to Domino's, I'd rather do the the handmade pan and the crunchy thing crust. And the Brooklyn style, I'll say I I enjoyed, but the pizza was just cold. This was not mm. like a good version of it. But I, yeah, but the Brooklyn style reminds me of like old, like an old large Domino's pizza because we got a medium, uh, or I think actually we got a large because I think you have to get larger, extra large, for Brooklyn. Yes, right? there's no medium Brooklyn. It starts at large. So we got the large, the 14 inch, and this reminds me more. The Brooklyn style reminds me more of old Domino. I think like the hand, I think that the the hand tossed is like thicker than it used to be, right? Like I feel like it just is a thicker pizza. Might be, yeah. And the Brooklyn style just reminds me of older Domino's. Maybe maybe it's a little in between that. But we got uh, sausage pizza, and on one half we got onions because I like onions. My mom doesn't like onions, and uh, it was just too cold. Wags, it was just a, it was a cold it was a cold pizza. It was a it was a bummer. Boy, you know what can you, what yeah. can you do? And then, but we also got a. I got myself a diet coke, and then also we got a. We got you have a you have a, sur- you have a surprise, right? There, there was a surprise. We got so we got some. Um, Wait, I want to. I want to hold your surprise. We're going to tease your surprise. Wow! And and have it come back after. We'll come back on the other side. We'll hear your surprise and we'll hear our fork scores. Wow! We'll be right back. Wow! With more Doughboys. Wow! Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix Wags. I've had a Helix mattress now for. Six years, maybe seven years. Wow, it's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man, I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. You. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. 
Everybody is unique wags and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, well, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. 
It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Jamel Bowie discussing Domino's, taco pizza, and cheeseburger pizzas. Mitch, you got some other items. It's time and to reveal surprise. the surprise. It's not time for the surprise yet. Because okay. we, were gonna, we were gonna finish our order with Should we take st- another break before the surprise? <laughs> we might have to take one more break before the okay. surprise. Got it. Wise, well, I was trying to do some stuff that I hadn't had before, so that's why I went with the Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. we got the and I think the sausage at Domino's is actually pretty good, the Italian sausage. Agree. Uh and uh and and the onions that I like, but uh but I went with some stuffed cheesy bread and I went with one that I that I don't usually get because I like the stuffed cheesy bread. It is just a it's so bad for you. It's just a loaf of bread stuffed with oh, cheese. Oh yeah, but it's fucking. It's good. It is. A, it's a lot of fun. Man, I I don't know. Anytime I have like the the sort of any sort of bread sides from a pizza place, I'm just like I'd rather be eating more cheese or I'd rather be eating more pizza rather. Mm. Even even if it's like a cheesy bread, I just like I'd rather have another slice of pizza versus this breadstick. I don't know, Jamel. Uh, you ever you ever mess around with them breadsticks? I very rarely. There's a place in town that has pretty good garlic knots that we'll sometimes mm. get garlic knots from. But if we're going to our usual uh, local pizza place, we get a pizza and then like they sell big Greek salads, and that's like a nice thing to oh, have with yeah. a pizza. Great I love counterweight. Uh, can you look? This is this is the sausage pizza. Can you tell it's cold? Mitch is holding up his. Does it look phone. cold? I mean, it's hard to tell that a pizza is cold from a photograph, to be honest. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> You don't see the sizzles? No, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag can you tell it's cold? It was cold, Wags. We'll see if we'll see, we'll see if we'll see if our we'll see if our listeners think it looks cold. Can you tell it's cold sounds like a broke ass Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> like the kids Bob baby, it's cold outside. Right. <laughs> Oh, Santa, can you tell it's cold? <laughs> can see my Nana listen to that fucking shit face. But then if you actually look at this, like, go through the subtext of the lyrics, it's all about a guy being self-conscious about his hog. <laughs> oh, this song is dark. And also, it also takes place in the summertime. <laughs> um, I went with the... Uh, a, a, a cheesy bread that I don't usually get, Wags. I went with the stuffed cheesy bread with spinach and feta. That's the wow. cheesy bread I got. That sounds I got pretty a, good. It does sound good. It was good. You know what? This is probably my bite of the night. I think that this was uh, this was probably the best thing I had. I I, I like this the, the 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 sausage pizza too was was good, but it just was it was too cold. I had I had a, I had a nuke a slice of it. It just didn't it didn't work out. But that the the feta and and spinach cheesy bread was good. But I'll say this on top of everything, this isn't this is, doesn't do much for the bite of the night. Couldn't really taste the feta too much. The, it, mm. it, it was almost uh, it almost was non-existent. It just it was cheesy, but there was just not a lot of feta flavor, right? Which I thought you'd get from that. Um, and so that that was everything that we ordered. But Wags, we got a little surprise. 
We brought everything in. We laid it all out. And then I realized, what's this extra box? It was the wrong delivery. They gave us a they gave us a pasta. We didn't order a pasta. They left oh, us a pasta. Wow. So there was a pasta there, which they put it outside. They just leave it on the contactless delivery. They just leave it. They left it on the chair outside. And we got a pasta primavera as well, which wow. um, surprise pasta, which we did not order, but that was that was in there, um, and it was bad. Uh, it was uh, it was a bad surprise. It was not a. <laughs> it was not. We 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 tried it for the sake of the pod, but the pasta primavera has like onions, tomato. Uh, let me let me tell you exactly. It's got mushrooms, onions, diced tomatoes, spinach, and Alfredo sauce. The pasta itself was actually cooked okay, but it just there was just for the amount of calories that I'm sure this thing has, there was just not enough taste in it. It was just it it was it was just 100%. kind of whatever. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. That, that to me is it's like the bread thing where it's just like I'm get I'd rather get more pizza from a pizza place than get a side of pasta generally, unless it's like a thing they do. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the other um, thing is that like these veggies on a pizza, they're not like there's there's not a lot of them. They're kind of just like an accent more than anything yes. else. And so yep, right. Great they, sort of, they blend in with everything. But a pasta primavera is is vegetable forward. That's the whole point, is the vegetables. Yeah. And so you're yeah, they right. have a, a bowl full of low quality vegetables. Yes. And yes. like low quality Alfredo. It's like it's, everything's low quality. And so putting it together in a single bowl doesn't doesn't make it better somehow. Yes, it does. It does not. It it puts a lot of the those low quality ingredients forward. And I was saying, if this was like a baked ZD sort of deal of like if it was just cheese and some marinara sauce in there, which why? Because I didn't know that that it's the old marinara sauce is the hearty one. Is that's that's the deal? Yes, I, I believe that the wow. that their their default sauce is their new sauce, which is the the robust inspired tomato sauce, and hearty marinara is their old sauce, their legacy sauce. Wow, I, but but uh, I think that if that if it was that if it was like maybe some meat in there, maybe sausage and cheese and sauce, I think it would be a different story than these kind of the vegetable forward pasta that I got by mistake. But uh, not worth the calories. I think that their pastas though could work if mm. you were doing like a big spread. If you got like a bunch of pizzas and you put out a few pastas for people who didn't want pizza, sure. I think it works. Like I think it works for like big work functions or whatever. Like put out a few ZDs. But the but the pasta primavera, uh, sadly, a thumbs down when I tried it. The, there was like big mushrooms in there, and they just tasted like canned mushrooms, which you know whatever. I'm I'm sure that they're they're not fresh picked yeah. mushrooms. So that, that, the, the uh, Domino's pasta primavera sounds less like an interesting sort of like concoction from the food lab, and more like some executive is like how we're losing two cents. You know, right. uh, every month from extra vegetables. So how can we shovel this in the people's faces? That is a <laughs> that is a great call. Yes, that's it. It 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 feels made for like no one. I don't know anyone who was asking for this, but hell, someone got it delivered. Someone in Quincy, Massachusetts, was looking for a wags. I have no idea who. Probably uh, livid. They're probably gonna kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine the week they've had? First, Trump loses, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then their pasta doesn't arrive. And then just a few minutes earlier, they found out that that Abba Zabba mascot is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel culture. What are you going to do about it? 
I'm going to get my ass kicked, Wags. It's going to happen. <laughs> I, there's a level of guilt you feel when you get someone else's delivery where it's not even your fault, but you're like, there's nothing I can do. There's no way I can get this to this person. The best I can do is tell them that this is for the wrong person. But especially now, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Not eat this? Like, it's just yes. like no one's going to take this back. So, yeah, yeah, that that's a I, weird that's a weird I, feeling. I wasn't going to call Dom. I mean, it was already by the time that I found out it was already it was not worth it to them, I would think, to come right. and get it, especially with COVID and everything. I feel like that's not what you want to do. But because uh, I opened the box, I didn't know what the hell was going on. But uh, yeah, what what do you do in that situation? I think that if like someone if someone drops food off at my house, that's not mine. I guess I would I would say something, but uh, but for when it's mixed in with your order, what are you what are you supposed to do? I think I think you just gotta like I think depending on the size, you can let them know the error. It seems like if you got mm. one extra item, that's maybe not a thing you need to go out of your way for. I might do it anyway, just because I'm I'm uh, weird like that. But I I think if I got a, someone else's completely complete order. I would definitely inform the restaurant because also I want the food I ordered. Yes, of course. I mean that, but this didn't ruin every, anything. So that was, a, but I mean, obviously someone else is, was upset that they didn't get their meal. But yeah. why? What would you do when you call them? What would you say? Come and get it. Like what? What, what is the? What's the point? <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say come and get it. Come and get. Come and get it. <laughs> come and Just take that. it, you motherfuckers. <laughs> no other context. <laughs> As soon as they answer, come and get it. And they fucking yeah. freaked out. What would what what is what would be your point in telling them? I just don't. What I think just to give them a heads up in case, mm. like, and I I don't know. I mean, I, if I get someone else's, I guess if I get someone else's completely complete order, I was like, you handed me the wrong yeah. bag. Then then that would be an instance I would definitely let them know. Hey, you you brought over the wrong thing because someone else is going to be mad. To your point. I think you're just trying to make yourself look good, you piece of shit, because I did the opposite. I went and ate it. Maybe I am. Yeah, you are. After all, I am the X to your sever. <laughs> uh, it was uh it was it was bad. I saved this person from uh from having the pasta primavera. It was it was it was it was not good and definitely not worth the calories. Right. I, you know, if it was a local pizza joint, maybe I would may local pizza joint. Who the fuck am I? Uh I maybe would have uh I sound like a Tony Soprano, Wags. I, w- I maybe I maybe would. Uh, How? What do you mean by saying local, local pizza joint? I, local pizza joint just didn't sound like it worked with me. I didn't like when I said it. I didn't hmm. like it. But uh, if it's like a local pizza place, then I would probably tell them. But if it's Domino's, I just who 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 I you know who cares? It, it was it was already it was already past the time. But yeah. that being said, it was bad. Uh, but maybe there's a spot for. For pasta lovers, I don't, I don't know. It fe- it feels like that sort of thing to me of what Jamel was saying, but also Domino's being like, "Hey, we can make like an extra dollar by because this local business offers pastas, and now we can do it too, and and try to wipe them out instead." And I think that's maybe yes. a part of why they do it. So it's the same thing with sandwiches. They, right. the, I've always it, it it seems like needless. If you're going to Domino's, you're doing, going down to get pizza primarily. And so it's sort of like mm-hmm. offering sandwiches or pastas just in case people might want them just seems like you're just extra inventory that you don't need. It, it seems yeah. like a bad business decision to start with. Like if I yes. like if, if if you know I became king of, of Domino's, which is the position, that's that's actually what they call it. <laughs> um Yeah, that would be the first thing to get rid of. Like there's no need to have Sandwiches and and uh, uh, 
pasta. pasta. It's like pizza, yeah, right. pizza and wings is basically all you all you need from a place like Domino's. Mm-hmm. I, I fully agree. And speaking of wings, I did get an eight piece of bone in hot buffalo wow. wings. Uh, I'd had Wingstop for lunch. This is the kind of diet I'm having lately. Um, and uh, I, I just wanted to compare. And I think they're not bad. I will say I got all drums. And I don't know if that's just how Domino's mm. does their wings now. It's not my memory of how Domino's does their wings. I didn't, I, I just asked for ordinary wings. I didn't ask, I didn't specify all drums. Um, and I don't know if that's all they do now or if that was a, a kitchen error or what. But I think they're good. I just wish they had a, you know, I'm something of a heat seeker. I wish they had a hotter like truly spicy option because you've got either hot, mm. which is kind of like medium hot, or you've got mango habanero, which is like a hot sweet. And I just like something with just a little bit more of a, of a, you know, like a four or five star heat factor. I've never liked Domino's wings, but again, they're not bad. I've, I, I liked Domino's a lot more when I was a kid. I liked it. And then when I went out to California, because I, when, when I was in LA, I feel like, your pizza options can be so-so. And like we said before, Nick, it's like getting Taco Bell. If you Sometimes you want Mexican food, and sometimes you want Taco Bell. And right. sometimes you want pizza, and sometimes you want Domino's. Yes. and But you know what? There might be less of a reason for it when I'm back on the East Coast. I think that's a part mm. of it with me right now. I don't – I wasn't craving Domino's, and when I'm back in L.A., I do crave it. And when I'm here, I it just hasn't even crossed my mind. There and, are fewer of the that, – that is a thing, you know, the East Coast, of course, has over the West Coast is that there there are, you know, some really good pizza places, but they're more like high-end, like fancy pizza places where you're going to be – there aren't a lot of like you know, budget-friendly – Yeah, in, yes. in L.A. There aren't a lot of budget-friendly, like, like independent pizzerias that do really good work. There's a million – like sub shops that serve pizza here. That's that's just right. like what so many places are. But you know what? A, ba- a, a bad outing. If I when I used to order Domino's with Koalik, I remember we we got a thin crust one time and he took a bite of it and, uh-huh. went, and he went yuck. And he went <laughs> and, and he went into the other room and he called Domino's and he demanded a refund. Oh my god! And I was eating the pizza. I was like, it's good. I was just in the other room eating it, yeah. and being like, it's fine. And I wasn't gonna pull a koalik on this one. Yeah. Uh, but also, koalik was like, "I'm just gonna uh, gnaw on this wedge of cheese." <laughs> I want a piece of drywall, please. <laughs> you are a sir. You're you're a man, not a rat. <laughs> or is he a rat? We don't know. We, we don't know. We can't tell. But he, but he demanded a refund on the of the pizza that he thought it was too cold and and. That's just the risk you run with Domino's on 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 the West Coast. Usually they're pretty good. I got a shit order of Domino's. I gotta say it. Yeah, I got I got I got my local Domino's in L.A. does the job right, and I guess this one I got here just didn't. It was pretty bad. So my outing it was uh was not a great one this time around, Wags. Well, we'll see how that reflects in your fork score. It's time for our final thoughts on Domino's. So, Jamal, you've done the show before, but just a refresher, we'll each go around, give our closing argument, if you will, and end it by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. You are our guest. We'll begin with you. So my my Domino standby is that thin crust pizza, and we got it again, and it was great. Like I have no, if I was just reviewing the thin crust pizza, it would be, this would be an easy four, four forks. Um, but the chicken fajita or chicken taco and cheeseburger pizzas are very are, are strange creatures. Um, and although the chicken taco pizza 
that captures the taste, I think, of a of a of a of a, of a sort of Taco Bell taco pretty well, um, and I, I did like it. It's not something, and I I probably would get it again, but I, it wouldn't be sort of an automatic thing. It would be it would still be fundamentally right. a novelty, not kind of like uh, we're getting Domino's, we're getting this, uh, and the cheeseburger pizza just wasn't very good. Um, yeah. And so if I'm gonna like average this together, right? Let's say that the the thin crust pizza is a four. No, no question. The uh, chicken fajita or chicken taco pizza is three and a half spoons, uh, uh, forks rather. Um, and the cheeseburger is like two. It wasn't like mm. it wasn't. It didn't, it didn't wow. make me wretch or anything, right? Sort of. That's my. Mm-hmm. If I, if I take a bite of something and I'm like, I I can't eat this again, or I will I will uh, vom. Then it's a, that's a sub. <laughs> that's a t- sub two fork thing. Wow. Um, Let's say four, three, two, right? So that's that's what, like, that's nine. So that's a three. Wow, wow. Mitch, do you want to yell at your mom? Make sure that math uh, checks out. <laughs> I should ask her her four. Ma, <laughs> ma, what would you get on a scale of one to five forks? What would you give Domino's? Five is high. Well, not one isn't high. <laughs> Huh? I wonder if any of our listeners think one is high. <laughs> Just been confused all these years. I mean, I guess in, I guess in certain combinations of binary it is, but yeah, it's true. My mom gives Domino's two and a half forks. Two and a half forks. Wow. From from Mama Harsh Mitchell. From Mama Mitchell. Um. Look, I. <laughs> I got a bad Domino's. Maybe the Noid, you know, the the Noid maybe got to grab, got a hold of my pizzas, Wags. Yeah. Koalik, speaking of Koalik, he is the Noid in our Doughboy's canon. I like this idea of the mascot sort of like forming sting operations to interfere with other customers' (laughs) orders and other chains. (laughs) He he got a hold of ours because, look, some pizza came cold. We got the wrong thing, which was a surprise for me. I, I'm not going to complain that I got an extra thing, but like you said, Wags, you feel bad. Someone didn't get their thing. It got fucked up a little bit, but but more so, maybe the noids in the test kitchen because mm. I don't know if, not to use internet s- slang, but this ain't it, as they say, if for the for mm, yes. the cheeseburger pizza. That's, that's what they say, definitely. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> for the cheeseburger pizza, and the chicken taco pizza. This ain't it. This is they. They gotta think of something. Right. They got. They gotta think of something better than this. I mean, like, one don't get into this area if 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 this is what like. I if I'm gonna get tacos delivered, I'd rather get the cold tacos from Taco Bell than the cold taco pizza from Domino's that also tastes bad. And and so d- make a make a bacon cheeseburger pizza. Put some. Put some pickles on there, but give it a normal sauce. Give it a marinara sauce, or 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 get a little more creative than that. And and with the chicken taco pizza, just give me something more. I I just it just wasn't enough for me. Wags, it's tough to do it, but this is dropping out of the Golden Plate Club for me. Oh no! For if I, if I'm on the West Coast, I'm giving Domino's four forks. I know what I want. I'm getting that. I'm getting the 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 Pizza Hut pan one, whatever it is, the the pan pizza or the thin crust. And it's coming to me hot, and I'm and I'm putting the toppings on that I want, and I'm sli- uh, splitting the pizza up one way or the other. And look, my 
Mount Rushmore, even though there's only three of them of, of delivery apps, mm-hmm. it's Domino's, McDonald's, and Taco Bell. I think those are the three. And you know what? The Dunkin' your, app your is Triforce, okay. Your Triforce, if you will. My Triforce. Maybe Dunkin' rounds, uh, rounds out the, the Mount Rushmore, even though it did fuck up a couple times when we used it. But, but I just it's, think, it's, it's pretty usable. It's pretty decent. It's pretty usable. The interface yeah. is good. So those, those I think those are the four best apps. I don't know if anyone has any better ones. But I'm going to drop it out. I was almost going to say 3.25 forks. I'm going to go three and a half wow. just because I know in the past it's been good. But the Quincy Dominoes, when I'm on the East Coast, I guess I just don't I don't crave Dominoes. And that's something my mom said, too. She's like, I never get Dominoes ever. Wow. And so, and so this this was not this time around was was just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's. And I know you are a Domino's fan, and so for you to be that down on it is uh, it must have been a pretty disappointing experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I, overall, I liked my Domino's. I'm going to go a little little higher uh, than the consensus here because I thought the chicken taco pizza worked out pretty well. And the only mm-hmm. bad item I had was the cheeseburger pizza. I thought that was just conceptually just a failure. But I thought the chicken taco was was a good was good and well executed, and I could see myself getting it if I wanted to mix things up. And I love that that Brooklyn style pizza with the uh, the onions, jalapenos, and pepperoni. I thought that was great. Wings were fine. Dipping sauces, I think, are solid. Got some blue cheese, some ranch, and a honey barbecue dipping uh, cup just to mix it up. And so uh, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this one still skates in by the skin of its teeth into the Golden Plate Club. Wow. I'm gonna give this four forks based off of this experience because I think the the whole ordering experience and the food absent the cheeseburger gimmick pizza was all was all pretty good. Was all pretty good to quite good uh, by chain standards. Why? Well, maybe it's just East Coast uh, Mitch versus West Coast Mitch. It's that like could the, be it. It's like the night spoon versus spoon man. It's two different sides of the coin. You know what I mean? It's I, like I, your own personal X versus sever. It is. Within each man, there is one X and one sever, and who knows who will triumph. I'm being a, uh, Maybe I'm being a little severy today. And why? You might be. Again, I'm pretty sure none of this discourse has any connection to the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> and Wags, I got to say, I'm with you. Yes. I... I, I I am a cheese guy. I like cheese on the pizza. I like to cheese it up. That's an option on the app. It says cheese it up. And yes. I chose yes to cheese it up on the uh on the Brooklyn style. And it was not extra cheese. There was no extra cheese for sure. It was thin on the cheese. It's it's marginal. I don't I, I couldn't really detect a, a huge difference. I, there was a little bit more than the other pizzas, I, but I've I've ordered it before and 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 I've noticed it, and this time it mm-hmm. just it just was not extra cheese. There's no way. It was yeah. it was like uh the, the cheese and the and the marinara were basically mixing together and I want you want just a little more cheese in that scenario and it just didn't it didn't happen so yes. even more points sounds like off. a bad outing from the Quincy Dominoes bad a bad outing bummer well hey that was our review of Dominoes it's time for a new segment I have an animal and Mitch and Jamel must identify its various cuts of meat wow. this is flank check. Flank check with Mitchell and Weiger. Flank check with Mitchell and Weiger. Don't know what cuts of meat to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the segment's Flank Check. Uh, is producer Ben going to, like, murder you in your sleep now? <laughs> I just get a call from producer Ben that's just a, come and get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so, uh, so we've got a, uh, I, so here's how this works. There's an animal that I've selected for today. It is cow beef. And I've shared with you a silhouette of that cow divided into numbered sections uh, of those sections, flank is already filled in. That's the free space on your bingo card, but all the other ones are empty. You can take turns and fill in the numbers in any order. So, you know, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Say what number you want to pick and try your best to name it. And you each have two hints you can request at any time. Are we clear on the rules? Any questions? Rules no. sound clear to me. Okay, great. Uh, this may be challenging. We're gonna. I, I was as I was trying to do it myself. I was like, "Oh, this is a little tougher than I anticipated." But we're go. We're gonna find out. I, I know Jamel is an avid home cook, so perhaps he'll have a he'll have this one uh, nailed. We'll see. I'm gonna be embarrassed in this. Jamel, as our guest, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go. I'll go second. Actually, I'll let Mitch go first. Okay. Oh, All right, no. Mitch, go ahead. You can start things off. Which section do you want to name? They're going from the front to the hindquarters of the of the uh, cow. Uh, in order, roughly. Oh God. Um, and remember, you have two hints. You can get it any time. I would like to name. Hmm. Number. We'll four. share the silhouette on social media so people can can play along. Number four. Number four is kind of the midsection, uh, underneath part section mm-hmm. of the cow, uh, just adjacent to the to where the flank is. Number four. Uh, and Mitch, do you want to, do you want a hint here, or do you just want to take a guess? Hint. Okay. This one, this one, I'll, I'll say this is not the hint, but this one, I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was the name of this. Oh fuck! You, your hint is a style of armor common among knights. Hmm. A style of armor common amongst knights. Now you have one more hint. Would you like your second hint? Yeah. Okay. Your second hint is what you might eat food off of. Plate? Mitch, you are correct. It is the plate. That's what that's called. Wow, really? That's right. It's the plate. Plate mail, you know, like uh like the the sheets of metal for armor. Yes. Wow. This is so so I've used both of my clues, correct? Yeah, you've, you're you're out of clues now. You're out of hints. I'm clueless. That's okay. You got one. You're on the board. I so I clearly just this shows how bad I am at this. Is that I thought four, what, and I thought with one hint I'd be able to know what four was because I thought I knew four, and I don't. Mm, mm. I that this was. I think you you actually ended up inadvertently picking one of the harder ones because I didn't wow. know. I didn't know the name of this. Yeah, I had no idea what that was. Uh, all right, Jamel, Damn. your turn. Which number would you like to tackle? Uh, I'm going to tackle seven. Okay, seven. Seven is the the uh, rearmost hindquarters of this animal. Uh, do you have a guess, or would you like a hint? I know what it is. It is uh, the round. Jamel, you are correct. It is the round. Mm. And my, my hints were, this is a tip-top cut, because this is where tips and top round comes from, and also like a pizza or tennis ball or the earth. So there you go. Those probably would have been illuminating. All right, Mitch, it goes back to you. Um, hmm. We have the underbelly and the rearmost section that have been tackled. Um, let me go three. Okay, Mitch is going for number three, just above number four. Uh, this is kind of the uh, the front midsection of the cow. 
Now, I'm not going to get it right. I mean, okay. I just know I'm not. I don't know what the cut is called. Mm. But I'm going like ribeye or rib. I'm going to give it to you. It wow. is. This is where ribeyes come from, and the section is is called the rib. Woo. So there you go. Oh. Mitch, Mitch, two for two. Doing well so far. Well, your second clue is pretty much a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, that that was the only one that I thought maybe, and I, I thought seven would maybe be called the rump, which is wrong. Mm, yes. But, 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 uh, I think that maybe I could guess one more, but I, I'm running out of I'm running out of ideas. Okay, well we'll see if you, if you get you know uh, there there's four four clues left, mm-hmm. so you can you can still uh, you're still very much in the game and you're in the lead right now. Uh, so we're butchering this cow. We've got four sections remaining. Jamel, what would you like to tackle next? Uh, one. Number one. Number mm. one is the foremost, uh, just behind the neck section of the cow on this silhouette. Uh, do you have a guess or would you like a hint? This I, is the I other have, one. I have. I think I know what this one is as well. I think this is the chuck. <laughs> mm. You are correct. It is the chuck, or by my hint, an NBC sitcom starring Zachary Levi, <laughs> if that would have illuminated things that at all. That would have not helped me at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Mitch, it's back to you. It's, t- it's knotted up at two. This is a tense contest. Uh, you have sections two, five, and six remaining. So kind of the the middle rear of the cow is five and six, or two, uh, the front underneath of the cow. This is like when like a fool makes it like a little bit like a, there's like a guy who's great on Jeopardy, and then like a fool has somehow made it close to the finals. Right. He's in the race, which I should there's not a, be. There's a Cheers episode where Cliff Clavin, like double Jeopardy, like every category is just something that he knows, and he makes it all the way to final Jeopardy. I'm gonna go. Hmm, I either want to go two or five, and I and but just thinking of like what the beef is, but I don't know. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five, but now I don't have any fucking hints left. So I'm gonna be in trouble. Okay. You're going number five. I will say this is this is a you know a hint for both of you. Five and six are linked. I will say. Hmm. Well, then that makes me feel like one of these is there some sort of like a filet or something <laughs> that comes from one of these or or is that or is that two i, I have no idea i'm gonna guess mm. for this one i'm just gonna guess and i'm gonna get it wrong is uh strip for number five no it is not strip mitch mm. uh jamel your guess and you have two hints remaining do i have to guess number five or can i choose a no you can pick you can pick any of them yeah I, i'm gonna pick six okay wow um and six, uh, I think six is the sirloin. You are correct. Wow. As allegedly, but not wow. truthfully, named by Henry VIII. Um, so, yes. All right. Uh, uh, Jamela has three. Mitch, you have two. And there are two left. Number two, which is the front uh, underneath. And then number five, which is just be situated between numbers three and six above the flank. Wait, what was six again? Six was the sirloin. Sirloin. Yeah. So is one of these a filet? Is one of them a filet? Is, is my question. Guess? All right. You know what? I'm just going to say it. Yes. But would it be five be the filet or would it be two? two? I don't know. Or, I mean, it might not be either. This is just mm. could be fake. Hmm. 
You know, but I'm going to say you know both of these. These are both terms that you know. Okay, yeah, I'll probably be mad at myself, of course. <laughs> <laughs> do we see... Right, do we, we, pick, pick a section, please. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. Do we say tenderloin yeah. yet? We did not say tenderloin. Sirloin was said. All right, I'm going to say five tenderloin. Mm, I feel like the judges aren't going to give it to you. Damn it! Because technically, the the tenderloin is not on this chart, but te- technically, it would come from the same region as six. So, ah, shit. yeah. So I tender, mean, in, tenderloin comes from sirloin, huh? You're in the right ballpark, though. I, if I can say, you that said they vaguely. were connected. You said it was connected, so I thought that maybe that was what it was. They are, but you're maybe overthinking it. Uh, all right, Jamel. Sections two and five remain on the board. You can clinch it right now. With one more correct answer. Remember, you do have two hints. Uh, two, and I'll, I'll, I'll use my hint. Okay. Your hint is Texas-style barbecue. Oh, brisket. <sighs> Damn it. Brisket is correct. Jamel, you have won the first edition of Flank Check by a score of four to wow. two. Mitch, you kicked, number you kicked five. My ass. Number five is loin, which ah, is where the, had, the T-bone. I had, no idea. I had no idea what that was. I was... Yeah, well, it's, it's I put where up the, fight, the T-bone huh? and porterhouse come from. You did pretty well. Yeah. That is harder than I – that is – that's hard. I should I, know I, that. I go to a butcher for all of our meat and just spend a lot of time, like, looking at, you know, the the little diagram. Right. We You know what? We host a food podcast. There's no <laughs> – <laughs> What are you we continually next? have guests on who are uh, who know more about food and are more entertaining than we are. God damn it! It's a real problem. Wags, how did you do on it? I, you know what? I honestly, uh, I did okay. I, I would have lost this, but Brisket, I think I probably would have gone like three for seven. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, four and four and five and three. I don't think I would have gotten. I am not plate. I never would have gotten. Yeah. yeah, plate. I had no idea. Our Texas listeners are going to get mad about the brisket. I I, I just completely forgot about that's that's also brisket. the way too is actually like shaped on the cow. It looks like the cut of brisket that you get at the butcher. Like it has yeah, that right has that shape. That was fun, Wags. That was I, I oh, thought that I'm was glad. a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. Uh, you know, I will be murdered by producer Ben, but that's okay. It was worth <laughs> it for flank check. Uh, just like a restaurant value your feedback, let's open to the feedback. And hey, we have a voicemail today. Wow. Hey, Doughboys. This is Garrett out in Brooklyn. I was wondering what your favorite ingredient is. Not your favorite food, but your favorite ingredient for mm. food. Mine is tomatoes. You get pasta sauce, pizza. I'm from New Jersey originally, so I love that it represents our state. Look forward to hearing your answers. Wow. Favorite ingredient a la tomatoes. Mitch, anything come to mind? <sighs> Well, this is going to be funny because can you will this will, will you count it? I don't know. Mm. But for me, it's the basic thing of like I would I would probably say wheat even though it's something that I shouldn't like have. Wheat. Just like any I love bread and I love like pastas. Bread and, is and, good. And yeah. so like so like wheat is a big one, I guess. You know what I mean? If if we're boiling it down that much, but then my the other thing I was going to say which maybe we could bring it down even further from this, but I was just going to say cheese. Hmm. I think that's fair. I think cheese works. Yeah, or cheese like, works. would it be milk? Okay. Yeah. Cheese. I think cheese is up there as well. I, I love cheese. I love, I love cheese. I love cheese. I'm a, I'm a regular yes. Urkel. I love I, ever, anything cheese wise. I'm 
Give it to me. I like I like cheese in a salad. I like cheese on a pizza. I like cheese on my burger. I love cheese. But if if you're gonna like break it down even more, like ingredient, I think, I think you've broken it down pretty yeah, far. I, I, I feel I'm like thinking, wheat is pretty far broken down. Yeah, I'm thinking right. in terms of like a like a, a on a recipe. Like if if it, if right. it be a bullet item on a recipe, then that counts as an ingredient. You know what? I I, I have I have a new answer. Okay, and it's my number one answer: butter. Wow. Good answer. Butter. Good answer, they'd say, on Family Feud. Butter is the best ingredient. What is better mm-hmm. than butter? There's nothing better than butter. Yeah, butter's great. I was recently making my uh, two-year-old a grilled cheese sandwich, and he saw the butter and reached out for it. And I was like, no, you can't, ha- you can't just eat that. And he looked at me, and he was like, I want the butter. And <laughs> he had a melt, had like a temper tantrum meltdown because I wouldn't let him eat the stick of butter. This sounds like something that Mitch would uh, yell to his mom down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I want the butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jamal, do you have a do you have a favorite ingredient? Something that the uh, at a base level you feel like is important to a bunch of foodstuffs? Yeah, I feel this might be too broad. I, so, yeah, this is probably too broad. But like, I'm I, I love beans. Like, I'm a huge like, I, mm, beans are mm. one of my favorite foods. Um, I have like a pantry, you know, with like eight or nine pounds of, of different kinds of beans but that wow. feels that feels too broad you know that's a very big category um so i'm not sure that quite works you know let me see olive oil just, just Ooh, that's good you know, jumping off of a, a, a butter olive oil we have a, a, t- a shop in town that does sort of like uh small batch olive oils so that's where i get most of our stuff mm. um in that regards and they're really wonderful they all smell great and have like really strong distinctive flavors and you, know, you cook with them dip bread in them um yep. if you have a soup or a stew you can like finish off uh the dish with like a drizzle of a good olive oil yeah. Um, it's a kind of a, it's a really we go through a lot of olive oil and I use it a ton so I think that might be it for us. I, uh, hey, Wax, that deserves another good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> there, Show it, me olive oil. It feels like there should be like a good, good answer, bruh. <laughs> 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 uh, what kind? Of, how do you rank your beans? What are your favorite beans? My so my uh, my. Favorite like type of bean? I I forget what the exact uh, exact sort of like category bean it falls under, but basically the kind that like a pinto falls into, like a small okay. brown bean that usually produces a lot of starch in the cooking. So like after they've cooked down for a bit, you have sort of like that uh, that like I hate the word thick, <laughs> the, the, the thicker <laughs> uh, bean stew or whatever. But I love pintos, and then. Um, runner beans, which are sort of larger beans that are like starchier. They're very starchy, mm. and like you'd use for like a salad or something. Like mm. a lima bean's a runner bean, or like a, okay, uh, yeah. So those are my two. Those are my two favorite types of beans, and they're like a lot of different beans that fall under that category. Man, real bean head. We should have you on to just talk beans for a bit. I mean, I would totally do it. Not sure. Not wow. sure. Not sure there'd be very many listeners for it, but. <laughs> One hour, all beans. <laughs> all, all beans, all the time. <laughs> all the time. We don't get to stray at all. It's all it's all bean talk. Laser focused on the bean. Refried beans and, and baked beans I love quite a bit. I, I'm a big fan of both. Yeah. I, just a bean soup is great, too. I, beans, I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a huge bean fan myself. I, you know, Good also, t- uh, 
I love Indian. I love Indian dishes that are bean based. Yeah, like yeah. a you know, like a like a rajma, like a kidney beans. It's, uh, it's delightful. Um, good answer. I think beans, beans are good answer too. Beans are good. I think beans absolutely qualify if we're if we're accepting wheat. Uh, I, my answer. I, I I mean I like you know butter's a good one. I was gonna say eggs just because I feel like eggs are a part of everything. They're a part of baking and then mm, and they work the so well in so many things. Great answer. Um. But I, if I was going to be a little bit more, a little bit more specific than that, or, or you know, to try to go a little bit off the beaten path, I might say avocado, because wow. avocado mm. you can have in all sorts of different contexts. It's very flavorful. Avocado oil is a versatile oil with a high smoke point. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big avocado guy. So I, I think that might be my, you know, my less, perhaps less conventional pick. Wow. Although eggs are certainly more useful. Avocado too niche for me wise. I, I think, uh, mm. I, Hey, I'm going baby Yoda. I, I'm, I'm after those eggs. I like, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think eggs is, eggs is a great answer. I want to, I want to give a, a, a little shout out to where, which uh, one that I thought of quickly, but then I, but I turned on was, was sesame seeds or sesame like a because with sesame you can make a lot of there's a lot of i know you can make middle middle eastern dishes and stuff but then also uh soy sauces right is 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 sesame and and isn't that is doesn't that come from a sesame seed or no No, soy sauce comes from a soybean oh (laughs) don't beat yourself mitch took his headphones off he's leaving he stood up he's walking out This is this is unprecedented. He left, but I can see a cat ear in the corner. Yeah, Wally is popping into frame. Perhaps we'll grab the microphone and take us home. Don't beat yourself up. It's a it thing was, you don't you maybe don't think about. It was so stupid that when I heard it, I got so mad at myself. Well, but but to sesame, so you you can make tahini with sesame, and t- tahini mm. is like one of my favorite kind of condiments. Yes. You yeah, always yeah. have a ton in the pantry. Soybeans, God damn it! You're fine. Uh, let us know. Uh, let us know your favorite ingredient. Hashtag Inedient. Let us know on social media. And if you have a question or comment Oof. about the world of chain restaurants, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get up and leave. <laughs> I'm <gonna> take my <laughs> headphones off. <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double or Weekly Bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Jamel Bowie, such a treat to have you here. We know you are a very busy man. Thank you for making time in your schedule to talk dominoes with us. Uh, anything you would like to plug at this time? I, I guess I'll just plug my column. It's every Tuesday and Friday from New York Times. Uh, and then I'll plug my Instagram um, where I'm always sharing dumbass TikToks. So uh, yeah. my Instagram is just <laughs> at jbuie. Congrats on maybe a maybe a, a four mo- closer to normal years. Who knows? Maybe maybe it will be insane. Oh, but, probably uh, not. It's going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, Paul Rust returns to discuss a holiday classic starring the orange kid himself, Garfield. It's a Garfield Christmas special with Mitch and Weiger and Rust. Will Lasagna be involved? We'll find out! Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. 
Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>